Hello, Pod Fam, and welcome to another holiday episode. Woo! <laughs> I can always count on you for that. How are you today, yep. Rachel? Um, filled with Christmas, you know. Year. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm done with the year. I think actually, I'm ready for the holidays. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for the like nice two week break that we get over the holidays because. I've had a year where I wouldn't say, you know, it has not been a bad year. I've learned a lot of great things and I've had a lot of nice experiences, but it feels like there's been something every month that's just a little bit like, hmm, this isn't fun to deal with. And um, this month has really taken the cake and it's only December 1st. So as of, as of the date they were recording this. So yeah, I'm, I'm good with um, the year ending. How are you? Um, well, I'm good. Can't complain. Good. I can't complain, really. I'm, good. I'm all right. Doing fine. Excellent. Yep. I'm very happy for you. And hanging out with the cat, watching Christmas movies. So, you know. Oh, nice. Things are things are all right. I'm also kind of ready for a break. Um, mm-hmm. Today is Thursday. I woke up. It was Friday. And I was just like, do I really mm-hmm. need to work? Yes. Yeah. yeah I guess I do. Um. <laughs> yeah, I've been feeling that, too, where I think it's just – I wouldn't say like I wouldn't say like I'm like fully like kind of burnt out, but I'm just like that. I'm that there's two and a half weeks before Christmas break burnt out, where like you're like, do we have to do this right now, or can we just like reconvene in January? You know? Yeah, it's the home stretch. That that's the thing about mm-hmm. it. But um, we're here to bring a little holiday joy to our listeners here, and mm-hmm. talk about some of the must see. Christmas slash holiday movies this season. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, most of the films that we're talking about, I think they're all fairly recent for the ones like that are on Netflix or Disney Plus or and so on. Then, of course, we have our classics where the holidays don't begin until we watch them. Yes, you know. So we hope you find this episode fun and maybe inspires you to turn on one of the movies that you've been like scrolling past on your TV and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just, just enjoy and get yourself in the spirit a little bit. But first of all, Rachel, what are you drinking tonight? I have my dream tea, which is my chamomile and lemon. Ooh, nice. Mm -hmm. Sounds smooth. Mm -hmm. It's very nice. I'm actually quite obsessed with it. Hopefully I never get sick of it because I really, really like it. So what are you having? Ah, So tonight I am having pure and simple organic rooibos tea. Mm. Um, Just like a very mellow, very straightforward tea. And then for fun, I had a little bit of fruit tea. So I threw in like just just a tiny little bit to kind of send it more fruity than Mm -hmm. more like rooibos. So okay. yeah, also very smooth. I'm drinking out of my Kind Heart Fierce Mind mug. Oh. Yeah, it's super cute. I'm drinking out of my All You Need Is A Good Book and A Cup Of Tea mug. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Shall we get into it? Yes. Okay. We shall. The first this, – this movie – okay. This movie really kicked off the holidays for me. Um, mm-hmm. It was probably the first holiday movie that I watched this year. And that mm-hmm. is The Return of Lindsay Lohan in Falling mm-hmm. for Christmas. That was a good one. Yes. Have you watched it yet? You think you watched it right after I did, right? I I think I watched it literally the day after. I did enjoy it. The um, bright neon pink snowsuit 
is ingrained in my memory. <laughs> but, there's a picture you know, of it on my screen right now. And it's like, it's very yeah. fluorescent and also very fluffy at the same time. Yeah. And you know, like I like to think because like there's been a lot of like Netflix kind of Hallmark Christmas movies that I've seen that didn't really leave a lasting impression. They were fun when I watched them, but you know, you kind of were like, okay, that was all right. Yeah. This one was really etched into my memory. And I think part of it was that pink snowsuit. I think so. But I think it was also Lindsay Lohan. And before we get too far down this road, um, I'll just read a quick synopsis. We're going to try very hard not to spoil anything for you guys. Mm -hmm. But of course, like with these movies, I feel you read the title and you already know exactly what's going to happen. Um, so this one falling for Christmas in the days leading up to Christmas, a young and newly engaged heiress, Lindsay Lohan experiences a skiing accident. After being diagnosed with amnesia, she finds herself in the care of a handsome lodge owner and his daughter. He was very handsome. He was very handsome. But one thing, and I commented on this, and then as you were watching the movie, you're like, you're right. The blondness of his hair mm-hmm. kept changing. <laughs> it did. Like, like he started out really almost like bleach blonde. And then it got mm. kind of sandy blonde. And then it was like a golden blonde. And then I think it finished mm-hmm. like bleach blonde again. And I was just like, oh no. Mm-hmm. Her hair and makeup, they, they kept playing with his hair a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. But um, this film was like honestly just a good time. Like it's silly, but there are some very touching moments for me personally. It's um, a moment with the mother-in-law. And when you see it, you'll know. Mm-hmm. So this one, definitely a good time. Got to watch it. And I love that Lindsay Lohan's getting back into film. You know, it's about time she's returned. She was a big part of our childhood. Like I love the parent trap, mean girls. Mm-hmm. Like she grew up with us. So I'm very excited that she's she's back. You know, Amanda Bynes, you're next. So yeah, this was just like super fun time and definitely not serious. It's it's a little clunky and very, very cheesy in areas, <laughs> but it's one of those movies where you're like expecting it, and mm-hmm. so you just go with it. Exactly. Also, like I kind of thought, like the like the amnesia plot that was quite original. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, don't I was think, like, I I didn't see that coming because I actually didn't read the synopsis when I watched it, and I was like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, no, it was like a little bit different and then just like really funny as well like like i i laughed during this film and mm-hmm. you know when it comes to like a holiday movie that like you know is just following a bit of a formula mm-hmm. like one that's gonna make you laugh and then you have like a little tear at the end too mm-hmm. and and also Lindsay like looked fabulous Mm-hmm. In this movie oh my god all of her outfits like some of them were very extravagant because like she is an heiress in this movie um but then there's like one scene she comes down in a red dress mm-hmm. and then like it's kind of funny because when she gets to the bottom of the stairs she then puts this like big cardigan on over top but we're mm-hmm. like girl we see you we see you wanted mm-hmm. to come down those stairs in that like little silk red dress it's it's awesome also her red hair is still just iconic. It's stunning. It's yeah, stunning. no, she looks really good. And I loved all the Mean Girl references that were in this movie. <laughs> so if you're a Mean Girls fan, you're just going to see one thing after another. And it kind of becomes like an Easter egg hunt. So it's a lot of fun. 
I really want to know, like, the first one that I saw, and you know which one I'm talking about. I really want to know, like, whether the directors and writers were like, hey, hey, Lindsay, Lindsay, please do this. Or if she was just like, hmm, I'm going to say that this is what we're going to do. I want to know who made the decision yeah. creatively for that. And part of me kind of hopes it was her. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like a give and take on that one. Mm-hmm. You know, like a, a little bit of of both sides. Like the idea was presented by the writers, but she chose yeah, how but, it went. And like she's just like, you know why I can definitely reach my audience by giving like a little nod to this by like mm-hmm. playing it the same way so i don't know i'm excited i'm excited to see Lindsay lohan and other films now mm-hmm. hopefully she's here to stay also like i honestly um i just know the guy who played the lead from the glee tv show yes so there was part of me that like would always just kind of be like hmm this is who he grew up into i'm like glee same universe um but he was so sweet and my favorite thing was that they had a pony. They had a pony on the pony, lot. And yes. they would do – He drove us away. carriage rides. Like, he was a good dad. We're like, damn, this man's really sexy. And I hope I'm saying his first name correctly. It's like Chord Overstreet. It's Chord. Oh. Like chord. guitar chord. <laughs> <laughs> I pronounce things phonetically. <laughs> like like ch- ch- Chord. <laughs> Don't worry, I got you. I would have made the same mistake. I didn't watch I didn't Glee, okay? Glee I, didn't, I didn't watch Glee, so like, you know, I know some references, but really if you start talking about Glee, I have no idea what you're talking about. So, sorry, guys. I Cord, went through Glee phase. So over I street. I'm sorry. Um, Jack Wagner was in there, and I feel like he's popping up in a lot of uh, Christmas movies lately, being the dad, and mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. And then the actor, George Young, playing... Lindsay Lohan's like boyfriend at the beginning mm-hmm. ridiculous character and I love the turn that his life took at the very end that's all I'm gonna say about that Me too. you saw it coming you really saw it coming mm-hmm. so I only have one okay and um, I'm bringing her up because my partner and I we haven't watched them yet this year but we were dedicated to this series last year and it's the princess switch trilogy so I'm just going to give you guys a synopsis. Okay, the, I have one question um, first. Yes. How many Princess Switch movies are there now? Are there three or four? I think there's three. There's three? That I know of. Okay, for some reason I wasn't four. sure. I'm like, are we up to four? Like, are we going to get a a drop of like a fourth or fifth Princess Switch this year? I don't know where else that story can go, but mm-hmm. like I'm here for it. Me too. But, you know, kind of speaking of Parent Trap, very kind of similar premise, just, you know, without the parents. Um, and the synopsis is, one week before Christmas, a duchess switches places with an ordinary woman from Chicago who looks exactly like her. And I'm not going to fin- finish the synopsis because it spoils things, but I'm sure you can guess where it's going. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I was a big Vanessa Hudgens fan when I was 12, and I still am. She really brought it Love the Hudge. in these series, and she had to play throughout this whole series, three different characters. Yeah, she was like three main characters. And I hope that woman received a salary of three main characters, not just one. I hope so too. I hope so too. And, you know, I just – I found it very, very sweet. Again, there were 
like kind of great love interests, also a great like father-daughter relationship that was very, very sweet. And I just, I just loved it. There was a baking competition component. Mm -hmm. You can't go wrong with that. And it was also like, you know, a made up European country that kind of reminds me of Genovia. Because that was Belgrovia, not because there's, uh, I'm trying to remember. I think was, I think the prince, the Christmas prince was Al. Aldovia is, is the Christmas prince, but I feel like it's Belgravia. Belgravia. I think it's Belgravia. <laughs> They're just working through the alphabet. <laughs> I, I don't know. Sorry. I, my, my memory is not that good. They all kind of blend um, in and I love that they all exist in the same universe as well. Yeah. And what I enjoy is, uh, you know, over the three movies, how chaotic the storylines get, where the first movie is kind of chill. It's straightforward. You know, the main plot is that they switch places for a bit so that the Duchess can get to know the people of the country she would be marrying into. But then it just gets more and more chaotic. And the third movie is like a heist. It is a heist. And I I recall correctly that the like men in the movie, like they're in the first movie. They're not in the third movie. They're not, they're barely in the second movie and they're like not even in the third movie. It just kind of became just Vanessa. It's it's just her. You know what? Good for her because she deserves the spotlight. But my favorite thing about, um, and this is just a theme amongst all of these movies, is there's always. In the Princess Switch, and also I think in Falling for Christmas, there's always a, a Santa-like character, yes, who just appears and notices just something. You know, there's a wish that a little girl makes or something. Yeah, like he, a miracle he needs grants to happen, it, and he goes out of his way to grant it. But he's really like just in that scene, and then the end, and you're like, "All right, I see you." So, yeah. I enjoy those. Yes. Have you seen them? Oh, I assume. Oh yeah, I, I watched them all last year. I don't know if I'll take the time again this year. I'm trying to branch out in my my holiday watching. Mm-hmm. Well, it was my partner actually who got really crazy about it. So I'll have to check with him. Okay. If he wants to watch yeah, them. See again. if a rewatch is ready. Know. Yes. Yes. Into our next one. Yes. Yeah, so next one. Uh, this is another one on Netflix, and um, I don't want to give too much away about this one, but this is something like take the hour and a half, how long this movie is, to sit down and watch it. And the name of it is A New York Christmas Wedding. Mm. Now, when I first started this movie, I like wasn't too sure in the first like five minutes of it. I think it was like more of a, a lower budget movie, just because like the camera was a little bit like it felt like very handheld mm-hmm. camera in the style but then the story oh my god it really ropes you in and it actually turned out to be like very profound and mm-hmm. i felt like very significant um so it actually came in 2020 but i think it like just got released to netflix this year sorry if i'm wrong on that one i had honestly never seen it before and the synopsis is as Uh, Her Christmas Eve wedding draws near. Jennifer is visited by an angel and shown what could have been if she hadn't denied her true feelings about her childhood best friend. I kind of saw that and I was just like, okay, this is like a Christmas Carol story. Mm -hmm. Got it. Like she's probably like a high powered woman and, you know, needs to learn the true meaning of Christmas again. No, this movie 
takes a left-hand turn and it's really good. So Rachel, I know you haven't seen this yet, but definitely sit down and watch this one. I really just don't want to, I want to talk about this movie, but I don't want to spoil anything. (laughs) So please definitely go check it out. There are like so many good actors in it. Uh, Nia Fairweather is the lead and Mm -hmm. she is just so good. So definitely watch A New York Christmas Wedding. All right. Well, I don't have um, any other like Netflix ones to mention, but I do have one to mention that is one of our from our childhood okay. on Disney Plus. Go for it. And I recently watched it a couple, I guess a week ago now. And I don't remember loving this movie as a child, but let me tell you, it messed me up emotionally. And that was the Santa Claus. Mm. I, I remember watching this movie and I always loved it. Like I love Tim Allen, but then I didn't watch it for like a really long yeah. time because I felt like I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know the plot. Like, okay. But then you were watching it one night and I'm like, you know what? I better turn this on. It sounds really good. It got me so emotionally. It came out in, I think it was the early 90s. So I'm going to give the synopsis that it is about a divorced father of a little boy who on Christmas Eve, and this isn't really a spoiler because it happens in the first five minutes, um, Santa falls off his roof and just disappears. So that, that, you know, in a weird way, that was Santa passing along the reins to someone new. And if you put on Santa's suit and complete the Christmas Eve deliver, delivery of the gifts, you become the next Santa Claus. So that's what happens. Mm-hmm. And of course, his little boy is with him when so they do this. Charlie. Which is oh, precious. He was kind of rude in the beginning, but then he became very cute. And of course, this little boy experiences experienced this with his father. So he's living his life being like, my dad is Santa Claus. <laughs> and let me tell you, that doesn't go over very well with his ex-wife and her new husband. No. And I'm going to leave it there because there's a lot of things that really hurt my heart. And I was just like, I was watching and I was like, I was not expecting to feel this today. So go watch it. Yeah. That, it's a good one. That one was probably the best one because there are two films that follow it. Uh, the Santa Claus 2, I think it's, I don't know if it's like the Mrs. Claus. And this is like a, a year or so after, maybe a couple years after and like he has to get married and mm. so like of course comes back to town turns back into himself gets the the principal who hates christmas to fall in love with him i'm not spoiling anything people this is it's pretty straightforward there it is in the synopsis yeah and that one like it got like a little bit more silly but like was still a mm-hmm. solid movie um but then there was mm-hmm. the third one and it was uh the santa claus the escape clause and that's where it had like jack frost in it and that one got like Mm kind of silly so like i pushed through it but um definitely that first one is like a classic it is it tugs the heartstrings i think it's one of those movies where it's like cute and magical for like the little kids watching it yes but the adult storyline is there just to like break their parents' hearts. Right? You're kind of watching it as an adult and you're like, wow, that totally went over my head as a kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Honestly, us as kids, we we're probably like, 
yeah, Charlie, you tell that judge about the North Pole. Right? <laughs> we're just like, yeah, Santa, Santa is your dad. <laughs> um, and here we're just like, oh, God, they're going to put him in like a mental institution because this poor kid, Charlie, right? Charlie, and he can't no. see his son anymore. Like, oh, oh my God. There's this one scene, and you know what I'm talking about, where it's the sad montage where he's walking in the snow. Yes. Um, yeah. All right. Wow. We need to move on. Okay. Well, we're only taking a small step because I want to talk about um, a new short TV series that is actually on Disney Plus, and that is the Santa Clauses. Um, so this is kind of mm-hmm. like the fourth installment of the Santa Claus series. And um, it's coming out as a six-episode special. So it airs, I believe, every Wednesday Mm -hmm. night until I think there's like the 20th of December. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of a continuation of the three films, but it's now like 30 years later because that's how long it's been um, since the original Mm -hmm. movie came out. And so Scott Calvin, Santa – is about to turn 65 mm-hmm. and realizing he can't be Santa forever sets out to find a suitable replacement Santa while preparing his family mm-hmm. for a new adventure in life south of the pole. So this one was awesome. Like Tim Allen is in it. All the original actors came back for this. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so it was like so good. So you get like right back into it. Like um, the actress who plays uh, Mrs. Claus, Carol Carol Calvin, um, Elizabeth Mitchell, sorry, is her name. Like, she's back. Um, the kid who plays Charlie is back. And then they have two kids from um, their marriage together. And it's kind of funny because it's like this alternate world because it's like two kids who've only grown up and been in the North Pole. And now mm-hmm. they're, they're going out into society. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's been really funny. And um, I'm kind of excited to see where it goes. I've only watched, I think, the first three episodes. I think the fourth one just came out. So I got to catch up on that one now. But it's just been a really enjoyable series. And I, I love Tim Allen. I'm, I'm happy he's here for, for the holidays again. Me too. Yeah, I kind of want to watch that. Also, I want to see how Charlie grew up. He looks good. He lives in a very um, desert-like place in this movie. Oh. Yeah. Intriguing. Well, this is a perfect segue into my next one. Again, it's one of, I guess, what I would perceive as a classic, one of those early 2000s movies. And uh, speaking of those that just grew up in the North Pole, I'm going to talk about Elf. Of course. You love Elf. So for those of you who have not seen Elf, it is about Buddy the Elf, who was an orphan who found his way into Santa's sack one night. And wound up in the North Pole. And he got adopted by one of the elves who always wanted a child, which was really sweet. But of course, he grows up to be Will Ferrell, who is like six foot two (laughs) and is not very good at elf things. So he uh, gets informed that his real father is in New York City and he should go find him. And it's chaos pretty much from there on out. And that's all I think I have to say. I love it. I have to admit, when Elf first came out, I didn't get the hype. 
Mm. I didn't get it. I can see that. I thought it was a little too slapstick comedy for mm-hmm. for me. And I I like Will Ferrell, but I think he was like everywhere at the time. And I was like, okay, that's that's enough. That's enough now. You have to be in the mood, I think, for Will Ferrell. Yeah, like as an adult, I I enjoyed the movie. Like it's it's a it's a good movie. Like when I actually sat down and watched it, I was like, oh, okay, like like I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I, it was it was a bit of a stretch for me to get the hype. But I think it does cross over into those classic Christmas movies, you know, mm-hmm. not just like the one off ones. Like that's one that like made the list of we watch it every year. Mm-hmm. And it was just a very good like. I think it was an original story. So it was just, it was real, real good. And I'm just always forever laughing at the scene where he first makes his way from the North Pole to um, our world, I guess. And he meets a raccoon (laughs) for the first time and doesn't understand that the animals in the real world that isn't the North Pole um, don't speak. And yeah, and then he's like, kind of talking to it being like oh I think somebody needs a hug (laughs) because I feel like I too I've always subtly wanted to hug a raccoon you know so I feel it I feel that yeah so those intrusive thoughts you know creeping in it is you're like I I could cuddle this raccoon and the raccoon is like please don't (laughs) Uh, um actress who plays opposite him is that that's Zoe Deschanel right Yes. Okay. Um, one moment I always really liked during that, that movie was when they were singing Baby It's Cold Outside as a oh, duet yes. together. I always thought that was like one of the best versions of that song ever. Mm-hmm. They just sound so good. She's a really good singer. Yeah, she's a lovely singer. Mm-hmm. Also, I just always find it kind of funny too that like my partner and I, as we were watching it recently, we were also kind of thinking, we were just like, you know – it is a nice romantic storyline, but he really does have like the mindset of a child. And this grown adult woman is like, yes. Yeah, I think I'm going to get married to you. I think that was like a bit like why I didn't get it. Like it was like almost like pushed too far. Mm-hmm. That like grown man being a kid. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like now it's an adult. I'm like, yeah, it's a good movie. All right. Next one. Next one. This is my last one that is on Netflix. And um, this is kind of like a secret sexy one I found. Mm -hmm. It's like very attractive people in this movie. And that is uh, The Noelle Diary. And I thought the story story itself is very solid. You know, happens at Christmas, but kind of fall anywhere but it really did pull at the heartstrings i think there was a good five minutes i might have been like bawling my eyes out but the lead actor here is justin hartley and if that name doesn't sound Mm -hmm. familiar to you if you have watched this is us he is that super hot brother Uh, oh my god oh you know okay yeah here yes i do i do he is yes we play Kevin. Yes, I mean, I'm like, okay, they're both really good looking, but he plays Kevin. Yes. <laughs> um, and then Sterling K. Brown plays Randall. And that's the one with yes. Mandy Moore and Milo Avente Miligela. I think I just mm-hmm. said that wrong, but. I know who you mean. Chrissy Metz. Jess from Gilmore Girls. Yes. 
Yes. That is a really good TV show, though, if anyone wants to go watch that TV show. Um, so mm-hmm. he is playing the lead. And then there is uh, Barrett Doss playing Rachel. And she is gorgeous. And I think they just fit so well together. They had such good chemistry. And sorry, I never read the synopsis. I got really hooked up like on how nice they look together. Okay, so the, mm-hmm. the synopsis is the story of a man who returns home on Christmas to settle his estranged mother's estate. Once there, he Mm -hmm. discovered a diary that may hold secrets to his own past and of a beautiful young woman on a mysterious journey of her own. I know. It was so good. It was so good. So, yes, put that one on, people. It's definitely a tearjerker, but then you're also like, oh, my God, would these, like, two just kiss already because it's driving me crazy. Yes, so turn that one on, Rachel. Sounds spicy. It is. All right. My next classic. And this one I think is really just one of the classics of all classics, and that is Home Alone. I watched it last weekend, I think. And it is one of those ones where it's not Christmas yet or Christmas season until I watch it. So I'm in full Christmas mode Mm -hmm. now. Basically, the synopsis is young boy gets left at home by his family who are going to Paris Uh, Side note, I still think that his family is awful. Um, And the phone lines are cut. They can't reach Kevin. And these uh, burglars have been canvassing the street he lives on, figuring out if families are going on vacation so that they can break in and steal their valuables. But they did not expect that this little mischievous boy was still going to be there and put them through all hell. And really, you know what? They should have given up. Like, they canvas half the street. Why do they need that house, you know? That's my question. And it's never been answered for me. Do you have any thoughts? I don't really have any thoughts, but um, I feel like that is definitely a classic one. Um, Little Kevin knows how to throw a rockin' Christmas party with uh, just him there. And that one Mm -hmm. was just so much fun. Like, being a kid and it... It really was like that, like, you know, the bad guys are kind of getting what's coming to them. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, it was a very satisfying movie. And then even as an adult, it's just a good time. Like, it, it still has solid acting and a solid storyline. Mm-hmm. You know, it it's not one of those cheesy kid movies. It's literally like a family Christmas movie. Oh, it's very, very good. And I think like the you, – you know which one I'm talking about, but the – I think it's like one of the last frames with the old man. Yes. And his family. Oh, I When I was watching it, I've ne- it's never quite got me. But this time I was like, oh. He got you that time. Tears. Yeah. See, that's one of those Tears like it's the fine art of making it a kid's movie, but also mm-hmm. enjoyable for adults. And like, oh, moments like that, that is the true meaning of Christmas. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have kids, but I am still a bit shocked that they left the house got into the car, left the car, got to the security gate, and sat their children, and no one was just like, huh, someone is missing. Yeah, I mean, like, I think in our childhood, like, we have both been forgotten as kids, but our parents didn't get that far. You know, they didn't fly no, to like Paris. They came, back. <laughs> they came back. Yeah, like, they weren't three quarters of the way to Paris, and then they're like, oh, my God, I left Kevin. <laughs> so, Yeah. It was good. Quality. Film. It was good. I do think, I do think though, the robbers maybe should have given up like just a little bit earlier. 
they were dedicated to that project. Super dedicated. And, you know, not a good not a good use of their time. No, see, this is when revenge and rage clouds your judgment. That's a great great moral of the story. <laughs> don't let don't let rage cloud your judgment. Exactly. All right. All right. So yeah, if you guys haven't seen Home Alone at some point, go do it. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure most people have seen Home Alone, but if you haven't seen it in years, go watch it again. And the second mm-hmm. one is also very decent. I couldn't tell you anything about the ones after that. Me neither. I can barely tell you anything about number two. So yeah, I just know they're in New York. Same concept so. in New York, but yes, it's awesome. Okay, I'm moving into my movies where it's not the holidays until I watch them. And the first mm-hmm. one, Tim Allen does it again. I don't know how this man can just create such good Christmas classics, but this is Christmas with the Cranks. I haven't seen that mm. in Oh, okay. I thought you were like, you've never seen. I was like, what? Like at least 15 years. Oh, this one, all-star cast in it. Like Tim Allen, Jamie Lee Curtis, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, and like that's just that's just off the top here. Like there are so many good actors. It's so funny. And the synopsis here, if you haven't seen it, is with their daughter Blair away in Peru, Luther and Nora Crank decide to skip Christmas all together and go on a cruise until their daughter decides to come home last minute, causing an uproar when they have to celebrate it all last minute. Um, So this is one of those other films, like just super funny, really great comedic moments. Um, But then it also has like the touching moments at the very end. And Mm -hmm. Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis together as a married couple, they're, they're awesome. They could be married in real life. I'd believe it. Love it. Yeah, I do need to turn that one on again. Yeah. It's definitely yes. I feel like this one gets forgotten a lot until you go and watch it and you're like, this is hilarious. Like this is this is an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. All right. This is my – probably my last one. And it's another one of those classics. And I, I think, honestly, this is my favorite Christmas movie. And it is The Grinch <laughs> – and when I say The Grinch, I mean the one that stars Jim Carrey. Of course. Iconic. He was phenomenal as The Grinch and like little Cindy Lou Who. It was just, it was so good. Except it's one of those ones that each time I watch it, I realize how inappropriate it is. Oh my God. I was just like watching it last Christmas and um, I think it was with my dad and his girlfriend and I was just like, yeah, let's let's throw this Christmas movie on. Like, it's a classic. I put it on. I'm like, this is so inappropriate, yet also super childish at the exact same time. And I'm like, I don't know how to feel about this watching with my dad. You have a whole swingers party. A freaking swingers party. There's so many things that went over my head as a kid. Like, like I'm embarrassed to admit how many things went over my head as a kid. And then I hadn't watched this movie in, like, minimum 15 years Mm-hmm. And then I watched it last year and I was like, oh, oh my God. Yes. See, where the Santa Claus was, you know, fun and magical for children, but heart-wrenching for adults. Yes. The Grinch was fun and magical for the little kids and massively inappropriate and funny for the adults. Yes. And that's that's so, Jim Carrey though. You know, like that's what oh, you yeah. can expect when you get a Jim Carrey movie. And like, it's just such a memeable movie. My favorite one is like, the memes where it's like when somebody asks you if you want to like go out or something and it's the section where he's just like 
six o'clock, wallowing <laughs> myself, loathing. Seven, dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. <laughs> There's just so, so many quotable moments. Oh, God. And like, yeah, it's true with the memes. They're all over the place, like all the time, though. Like, it's, it's like mm-hmm. a four season memeable film. Mm-hmm. Like the scene where he gets invited to be the holiday cheermeister and he's trying to find an outfit and he comes out and he's like, ooh, ah, ooh, that's it. I'm not going. <laughs> ah, so yeah, that one gets me. And I just, uh, I would have loved to be on that set just for a day, just to see what the script actually looked like. I don't think there versus was just script. what Jim Carrey did. No. And I, I'm pretty sure I saw this somewhere or read it somewhere there. Like they're, there was like a storyline, but there pretty like much was no line. script. <laughs> Carrie don't need a uh, script. <laughs> no, like I like to think that like, you know, there was an outline in some lines, but anytime it said Jim Carrey, it was just improvised. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, again, similar to Home Alone, I think everybody has seen this movie at some point, but if you haven't for a long time, go watch it again, especially if you're like a millennial yeah. and you're in your late 20s, early 30s. Just watch it again and see how inappropriate it is. Yeah, there's a lot of things that happen in that film that I totally forgot about. Mm-hmm. The key party was <laughs> – I I always thought that that was just they were partying too hard and they couldn't drive home. That's what I thought too. I thought it was like, okay, everyone, put your keys in the bowl so you can't take them when you go to leave. Totally thought that's mm-hmm. what it was. <laughs> Um, I think we were incorrect, but you know, it's fine. It's okay. We know now. We know now what they're we up do. to. We do. We do. Good for them having a fun Christmas. Um, okay. <laughs> so here is my ultimate. It is now the holidays movie. And that is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Can confirm you do love that movie. Love this movie. It's just so funny. And like so many moments from this movie, like just remind me of my own family at times. This kind of highlights what really happens at the holidays. You know, there's chaos. There's like dinner that gets burned. There's, you know, relatives coming in and they're just moving in. And then you got like your your crazy uncle kind of thing going on. Like it's, it's just a good time, and um, mm-hmm. I don't even really have a synopsis for this. It's the Griswold family. They're planning for a big family, you know, traditional Christmas, but of course, everything turns into a big disaster, and again, all-star cast on this one, and it's just like funny moment after funny moment, you know, and it didn't like go too far on the childishness of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it kind of stayed a bit more adult, but like still pretty pseudo. Like, I mean, I, I watched this movie a lot when I was younger, but don't, <laughs> don't take my word for uh, what was appropriate for kids. Um, but this is just a, a good, true classic. I did enjoy it. I watched it for the first time last year with you. Oh yeah. I made you and- because I was like completely flabbergasted that you had never seen it before. <laughs> and this just highlights the pandemicness of it all that we watched it over Zoom. Oh my god. We just we were on Zoom but we would press play at the same time. <laughs> if you ever want to watch films with with friends people just cue them both up and hit play at the same time. 
It's really good. We also did that with One Tree Hill. Yes, we so. did. See, we do it for lots yeah. of shows. All right. So those are all my classics, but I think we need to give a shout out to one that um, we are going to watch this holiday. Mm-hmm. It, you know, maybe it becomes an annual thing. I haven't seen this film since I was younger and I remember mm-hmm. it being super intense. And that movie is Beauty and the Beast, The Enchanted Christmas. I also remember it being very intense, but I also have no context of what actually happened. Yeah, so I'm going to read the synopsis, but then I'll tell you about the one part that – the only part that I remember. Um, mm-hmm. So, astonished to find the Beast has a deep-seated hatred for Christmas season, Belle endeavors to change his mind on the matter. So, like, she's – trying to throw this awesome Christmas. And the only song I remember is as long as it's Christmas. But the only thing I remember was this organ. Oh my God. I remember him too. I see it now in my head. He was like the ultimate villain. The Mm -hmm. scariest guy ever. Um, I don't even remember what his goal was, but I remember being afraid. I think like the beast was his best friend. Mm. And um, yeah, I think his name was Forte. Pretty sure his name is Ford. That sounds about right. Yeah. Tim Curry played him, so, you know, awesome voice for – Did he have a little piccolo friend or am I making that up? He did have a little piccolo friend and that was – I remember him. Fife. Fife? Fife? I think it was Fife. Maybe it was just Fife. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I think he just wanted the Beast to stay his friend because they would just kind of be like loathing together. But then, you know, Belle starts to win the Beast over with Christmas – so he's losing his friend and he gets a little mm-hmm. jealous and, um, you know, he starts playing his sad tunes and tries to destroy the castle and wreck Christmas. And I love it too, how this was happening like mid Beauty and the Beast. I know. It's just like an insert because, you know, he's not the prince yet. You know, he's still the beast. Like she was having a real dramatic time. Yes. During the middle of that whole ordeal. Yeah, she all of a sudden has this like really nice little red fur lined dress. Yep. Yeah. So, well, I know that we're going to watch that soon. Yeah, so we're going to throw that little report back with that one, whether it's going to make the every year classic list. I have a feeling not because I feel like I was really kind of scared of this movie. Hmm. But we'll see. I have to watch we'll it. I have to, to watch see. it as an adult and then we'll let you know. Yes. Well, I do have one more. And this is just the classics of all classics, and that is the lovely claymation Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, 1964 <laughs> version. Uh, I feel like we so mention it every good. year, but you have to. We do. This is one of those it's special, amazing. special movies that will forever be in our hearts. The 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 tuning fork of the uh, red nose glowing permanently burned into my brain. Um, I love it. I can it. hear it. I can see it now. Whenever I think of that movie, that is the sound I hear. Oh my God. So good. And then he just really wanted to be a dentist. He just wanted to Not be a Rudolph, dentist. but yeah, you know, the, the elf. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great movie. So, except always when you think about it, when you get a little bit too far in the depths, you're just like, wow, you guys were all so mean to Rudolph until you needed him. Right? Jerks. I'm pretty sure we had this whole conversation about we it had last year, but it was like a commentary on <laughs> corporate life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like corporate will use and abuse you until they need you. <laughs> Santa is a toxic boss. <laughs> he was a toxic boss. <laughs> hey, it was the 60s, you know? It, see, that's what was normal. Yeah. <laughs> 
which is sad. Yes. But yeah, so that was a that was a good one. Mm-hmm. It was. We're probably going to watch that as we watch Belle's Enchanted Christmas. Oh, absolutely. And I know you also want to watch the Frosty movie. I don't know if I've seen that one. It's like that one. 20 minutes long. I know. I think I, I've never been a Frosty the Snowman fan. Don't don't ask why. I have no idea why. But I don't know if I've ever seen that start to finish. Or if I have, it's been like 20 years, maybe 25 years. I think I had it like on one of my VHSs. Mm. Like it may have been on a combined VHS or something. Okay. But I did want to ask you before we close out, do you have a favorite childhood Christmas book? I do. Um, so this one, people are going to be like, of course, Laura, that is your favorite book. And um, the name of the book is The Christmas Pony, and it's by Sylvia Green. I'm pretty sure I still have this book and I need to dig it out because I remember mm-hmm. being a solid read. And the synopsis of this one, it honestly, sorry, I just have to slide in here. Um, it costs $5.63 on Amazon. Um, so, you know, if you're looking for a cheap read, there you go. And it's also super short, um, but it's still like a little novel. So very very good for kids who um, are just starting to read chapter books. Mm-hmm. And this book is Mr. Crumbs is a Gorgeous Pony. How could anyone see him and not want to keep him forever? Laura and Ben's dad could. Ponies are very expensive to look after. So it's up to Laura, Ben, and their friends to raise enough money to keep him. Of course it's Laura. I know, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I probably picked this up at like a Scholastic Book Fair and – read the back and I was like, oh, it's about ponies. Oh, there's a Laura in it. Okay, sold. That sounds so pure. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, mine is a classic and it's the night before Christmas. Of course. That one is like the ultimate Christmas book. It is. And I feel I feel like I don't really need to give a synopsis about it, but I'm just going to s- discuss my personal attachment to it. Um, that I guess I don't really remember this, but as children, my uncle would read it to us every Christmas Eve before we went to bed, which was so sweet. And as I was um, doing, uh, I was helping my mom with the Christmas tree at her house this year. And she's been keeping all of like our holiday books in um, the ornament box. Yes. Like the Christmas tree ornament box. And I found it. And this poor book is so used and abused. <laughs> it's being held together at the spine with masking tape. <laughs> the day you, you crack it open. Kids, like, like the day, huh? the day you have kids, it's still going to be there for you guys. It might be missing a couple pages, but it's going to be yes. there. Yes. Well, I was actually at, um, I was at a gift shop a couple days ago. And I saw a copy of it that's like, beautiful Mm. like the illustrations are gorgeous like such an updated version but i'm like you know what it's not the same no no it's those classic books that uh they mean the most Mm -hmm. so that's it for me same here we hope you guys found um a few movies that sound interesting and you might want to give a try um Mm -hmm. honestly i'm just like working my way through the holiday catalog on netflix right now (laughs) because they're super short you know like they're like usually an hour and a half under two hour film so i can throw one on before bedtime and it's like not going to keep me up super late so it's it's Mm -hmm. all right i'm working my way through all of our classics yes this year trying to catch them all yeah it was always when it the rudolph would 
appear on CBC like, every night Ooh. at like six o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> all of December, <laughs> but I don't have TV anymore. So now I watch it on YouTube because yeah, you, it's that short that you can just watch it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think there's like rights to it anymore. I doubt it. It's just on the it's just on the YouTube. Yes, it is. So definitely go watch that one. Send us an email on any of your favorite films or favorite Christmas books because I don't know. It's just fun to reminisce this kind of stuff and mm-hmm. um, make the most of the holidays. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you would like to talk to us directly, please email us. Our email is teawithlaurarachel at gmail.com. We would love to hear about all your Christmas traditions or just holiday traditions in general. Yes, we love them all. And with that, live like tea. Live like tea.